possible. If it was, we would do it. Trust us, don't try. I couldn't do it. You wouldn't either. I tried. They stopped me. If you try, I will stop you. That's how it is. One day, you will be me, stopping somebody else who dares, like you do now. I'll stop you. I'm stopping you. I'm talking to you.
Do you ever feel like there is something missing in your life? Do you ever wonder what it will take to fill that void, that empty place within you? What it will take to make you happy, to have satisfaction, to feel fulfilled in life? Well, I want you to know that this is not just you. What you are feeling, what you are sensing is common to man. All human beings go through this. Because there is a desire placed within each of us that needs to be satisfied and fulfilled. The problem is, most of us try to fulfill and make that connection by doing all the wrong things or connecting with the wrong things in the wrong places. Maybe you've tried some of the things that I tried. And you still don't have fulfillment or satisfaction. Maybe you tried money. Making money. Making more money. But you still had that emptiness. I did. Money can't fill that emptiness. Maybe you've tried gambling. Gambling can't feel that emptiness. Maybe you've tried alcohol, booze, beer. Those things can't feel that emptiness. You may have a temporary high or a temporary satisfaction, but the next morning, the next morning when you're sicker than a dog, you still have that void, that emptiness. I've been there. Maybe you've tried being the life of the party, like being popular. Well, when everybody else leaves and is no longer around, the emptiness is still there, the void is still there. Or maybe you've tried dope, tried dope, marijuana, cocaine. Or the high is over, the emptiness is still there. Maybe it's been cigarettes for you. Every time you feel this loneliness come on you, this need to connect, you reach for the cigarette And when you put out that cigarette, the void and the emptiness is still there. You're just one step closer to death because you killed them.
Involuntary dilation of the iris. We call it Void Tom for short. Mr. Decker, Dr. Eldon Terrell. Demonstrate it. I want to see it work. Where's the subject? I want to see it work on a person. I want to see a negative before I provide you the positive. What's that going to prove? Indulge me.
there are things worth being passionate about. All of this plays a part in trying to give a positive sense of something to believe in, a positive crusade of thought, of mentation, and emotion that you can use to advance humanity tremendously, but that excises deliberately the god of war. When you find the gods inside yourself, you'll find the god of war. And he will be one of the most powerful passions in you. You have to freeze him in his own private hell and make your positive gods the gods that take you over. And by the gods that take you over, I mean you have to find those passions that are so much more powerful in you than anything you've been allowed to express in your life, making those things the things you work on, not putting off until you're 40 or 50. The things you feel passionate about at the age of 15 and 16, but going directly to those things and trying to implement them when you're 20. Pass, go. Forget the $200. Go directly to Park Place and put your life there on the line with all the emotion and power and passion and insight in you. And fuck the God of War.
inside yourself, you'll find the God of War. And he will be one of the most powerful passions in you. You have to freeze him in his own private hell and make your positive gods the gods that take you over. Making those things the things you work on. In other words, not putting off until you're 40 or 50. The things you feel passionate about at the age of 15 and 60. Pass, go. Forget the $200. Go directly to Park Place and put your life there on the line with all the emotion and power and passion and insight in you. And fuck the God of War. el antes y el después. Una fina línea truncó nuestras ilusiones para siempre y en su lugar se instaló una fría realidad. Una silla vacía, algunas viejas fotografías, aniversarios no anhelados. Recuerdos de lugares visitados, pesar por viajes no realizados. El más cruel de los sueños que nos devuelve a la felicidad antes de arrojarnos de vuelta en una cama medio vacía. Tratamos de comprender. ¿Habrá una razón oculta en todo esto? Luchamos contra las lágrimas con rabia y determinación. Buscamos distracciones. Nos ocupamos de trivialidades. Pero aún así, en los momentos más oscuros, el silencio nos grita. En nuestra desesperación, miramos hacia el vacío y nos preguntamos ¿Cómo pudieron arrebatarnos una luz tan brillante.
medida que pasa el tiempo, recordamos cómo éramos antes, mucho antes de que su luz nos tocase. Luego, percibimos que hemos crecido profundamente al haberse entrelazado con nuestras almas y empezamos a sentirla de nuevo dentro de nosotros. El amor, la empatía y la esencia aún vivos. Al mirar con detenimiento nuestro interior, encajamos lentamente las piezas del eterno rompecabezas entre el antes y el después. Su luz nunca nos fue arrebatada. Fue un obsequio para seguir adelante, convirtiéndose en parte de nuestra alma. Cambiamos para siempre, gracias a esta luz tan brillante.
What, what, what the hell was that? Huh? No, man, like, hey, man, wow, I was watching this object, man, like, like the satellite that we saw the other night, right? And, like, it was just going right across the sky, man, and then, I mean, it just suddenly, uh, <laughs> it just changed direction and went, uh, whizzing right off, man. <laughs> it flashed, you're stoned out of your mind, man. It ain't like I'm stoned, you know, man? But like, you know, I saw a satellite, man. And it was going across the sky. And it flashed three times at me and zigzagged and whizzed off. And I saw it. <sighs> that was a UFO beaming back at you. Me and Eric Heisman was down in Mexico two weeks ago. We seen 40 of them flying in formation. They, 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 they have got bases all over the world now, you know. They've been coming here ever since 1946, when the scientists first started bouncing radar beams off of the moon. And they have been living and working among us in vast quantities ever since. The government knows all about them. What are you talking about? Well, you just seen one of them, didn't you? Hey, man, I saw something, man, but I didn't see it working here, you know what I mean? People just like us, in our own solar system, except that their society is more highly evolved. I mean, they don't have no wars, they got no monetary system, they don't have any leaders, because, I mean, each man is a leader. I mean, each man, because of their technology, they are able to feed, clothe, house, and transport themselves equally and with no effort. I think, you wanna know what I think? I think this is a crackpot idea. That's what I think. How about that? <laughs> How about a little of that? Think it's a crackpot idea. I mean, if they're so smart, why don't they just reveal themselves to us, huh, and get it over with? <laughs> why don't they reveal themselves to us is because if they did, it would cause a general panic. Now, I mean, we still have leaders upon whom for the release of this information, these leaders have decided to repress this information because of the tremendous shock that it would cause to our antiquated systems. Now, the result of this is that the Venusians have contacted people at all walks of life. I got, I got the 
giving you some keys which have been given to me to pass on to you. These keys are to unlock doors out of your present prison. Doors opening upon new vistas. Doors beyond where you are now. far greater, far more advanced, far more consciously aware, far more intelligent than each one of us conceives of ourselves as being. Our main problem then with these basic givens of a self beyond our present self, the super-self being at present, is mainly a set of hindrances, a set of evasions, a set of refusals to see that one really is great, that one really has multiple levels of consciousness, that one has a superintelligence, that one has extreme sensitivity with respect to others, that one has deep empathy, sympathy and love, that one somehow communicates in both directions, other beings, other entities in the universe and in realities which we do not talk about or perceive directly in our present state. One problem in human existence is the tendency to repeat, repeat feeling, thinking, action again and again and again in the same kind of looping cycle. It is as if one is controlled by a set of loops of tape. On these tapes are recorded what one says on one track, what one feels on another track, and what one does on a third track. one can 
Michael Jackson. Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. Gee, Carol, those mud saints will never wash out. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, gee, what am I going to do? Van Halen. Oh, I'm sorry, Carol, you were too close. Tina Turner. Lawrence, what good does that do? David Green. You know you aren't supposed to be riding your bike during lunch hour. Clintus, the Madonna, Hughes, and the News, the Guitars, Herbie Hancock, Melanie Tyler, ZZ Top. Weird Al Yankovic, Cindy Bluecker, Pink Floyd, The Pretenders, Billy Joel, Billy Idol, Adam John, Neil Young, Sheena Easton, John Lennon, The Allen Harris Project, Rick Springfield, The Rolling Stones, Pat Benatar, Ron Oates, Adam Ant, Queen, Jack Kerr, Duncan, Fleetwood Mac, Duran Duran, Police, 
projection burn. What we're witnessing now is man's uh, very first trip in space uh, with a station stop along the line.